among the innumerable blows the Lord Jesus received in his terrible suffering and death, there are two devastating blows which would have gone unnoticed by all those around him who were busy tormenting him with their words, their fists and with their whips. Those two blows were silent blows. They drew no blood and they caused no bruising, but the pain they caused is beyond calculation. The first of these assaults on Jesus was the betrayal of his friend Judas. We can almost hear the terrible hurt inflicted on the heart of Jesus when he says, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? A kiss communicates intimacy, friendship, love. But Judas used it as a signal for the Lord's enemies to single Christ out as the one they were to arrest. Judas, the disciple, companion and friend of Jesus, forever known as the one who betrayed the Lord, and he does it with a kiss. If you have ever been betrayed by a friend, if you have discovered that a person you loved and trusted so much has been plotting and scheming and selling you out behind your back, you're in good company, for the Lord Jesus knows what it's like to walk in your shoes. The second terrible blow Jesus receives is the triple denial of Peter. That he knew it was coming and had said so to Peter just a few hours earlier wouldn't have made it any easier. We call it Peter's denial, but it also is a betrayal. Jesus looked straight at Peter as he hears him make the third denial. And what pain and sorrow must have been in the eyes of Jesus, for it causes Peter to flee the scene and go outside to weep bitterly. He had promised Jesus that, though every other friend might abandon him, he would always stand by him. He made very strong promises to Jesus, but he proved himself to be very weak in delivering on those promises. How the anguished heart of Christ must have taken a very deep wound in experiencing his best friend deny that he ever knew him, disowning him. And what about you and I? How often I have made promises to the Lord, and when it became awkward, inconvenient, or looked like it would cost me something, I have rolled back on those promises, betrayed them, chose something else over being faithful to the commitments I had made. Throughout the week ahead, throughout the whole story of the Passion of Christ, which we will have delivered to us in the various masses and liturgies and ceremonies of Holy Week, each of us will be able to find a place where we can find something that strikes us. Some places where we can identify our wounds and woes with the wounds and woes that came Christ's way. And other places where we can identify with some of the characters who populate this terrible story of how Jesus accomplished the salvation of the world in his passion, death and resurrection. Flawed people, sinful people, fear-filled people, people like Judas, Peter, Pilate, the soldiers. I encourage you to take time 
this Holy Week to find those parts of this week's story which most resonate with you and your experience, with your strengths, and most especially, your weaknesses.